0: Tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Israel is stepping up strikes on Gaza ahead of a possible ground invasion. But there's a risk that could open up a second front with Hezbollah in Lebanon. So what is Hezbollah? That's after a short break.
1: Israel is changing the skyline of the Gaza Strip. Flattening it. It's a total siege. The Israeli government says the goal is to crush Hamas and drive the militant
0: group from power. Since Hamas's devastating attack on Israel on the 7th of October, Israel has been laying waste to the Gaza Strip and preparing for a ground invasion. But in the north of the country, another battle is brewing. Israel is ordering the evacuation of 28 villages within two kilometers of the border following days of sporadic fire with Hezbollah, which is based in South Lebanon. Israel has since evacuated 14 more communities. Hezbollah, an Islamist militant group and ally of Hamas, has been attacking the country from Lebanon with missiles and rockets. People have been killed on both sides of the border. Brits and Americans in Lebanon have all been urged to leave the country while flights remain available. Backed by Iran and much more powerful than Hamas, Hezbollah could spark a full-blown Middle East conflict if it launched an all-out attack on Israel. The US has sent two aircraft carriers to the Mediterranean to warn against such an assault. Whether Hezbollah decides to attack will be down to a man called Hassan Nasrallah.
1: You may be able to return a country here and there to the Stone Age, but if a conflict erupts with a resistance axis, there will be no such thing called Israel anymore.
0: This is Hassan Nasrallah speaking a couple of months ago. The 63-year-old son of a fruit and veg seller, he's run Hezbollah for nearly 30 years. Political, military and religious leader rolled into one, he is thought to have spent a lot of this time living in an underground bunker. Under Nasrallah's charismatic rule, Hezbollah, which means the party of God, has become a kingmaker in Lebanon and a mighty force in the Middle East. Israel's defence minister has described Hezbollah as 10 times stronger than Hamas. It claims to have more than 100,000 fighters and is estimated to have more than 150,000 rockets and missiles, as well as chemical weapons. That would make it one of the most powerful armies in the world. It's a political force too. It holds over a dozen seats in the Lebanese parliament and controls much of southern Beirut and southern Lebanon. It hates Israel, which it wants to destroy, and loves to threaten the country. It's believed that Hezbollah, like Hamas, has a network of tunnels dug into Israeli territory. And just five months ago, it carried out military exercises clearly designed as a warning to its enemy. Right now, we're seeing limited exchanges of fire between Hezbollah and Israel near what's called the Blue Line, the UN-determined border between Lebanon and Israel. But the two parties are for now acting within unspoken rules of engagement. So, how could things escalate? We'll have more after the break. If Hezbollah decides to enter the war, it will miss the second Lebanon war. It will make the mistake of its life. We will cripple it with a force it cannot even imagine. And the meaning for Hezbollah and for the state of Lebanon will be devastating. That threat from Israel's president Benjamin Netanyahu demonstrates how concerned he is about the role Hezbollah could play in this war. The militant group claims it's destroyed Israeli surveillance cameras along the border with Lebanon and has promised to escalate if Israel begins a ground invasion. The risks are real. Lebanon's barely-functioning government leaves few guardrails against the country being used as a base to launch a full-on assault on Israel. If Hezbollah does that, it would be seen as a major escalation by Iran, which backs both Hezbollah and Hamas. A significant offensive by Hezbollah could lead to retaliatory strikes on Iran by Israel, drawing other regional powers into a wider conflict. Iran also backs armed groups in Syria, Iraq, and Yemen. In a sign of how the conflict could spread, a US Navy warship intercepted missiles potentially headed for Israel from Yemen last week.
1: The crew of the guided missile destroyer USS Kearney, operating in the Northern Red Sea earlier today, shot down three land attack cruise missiles and several drones that were launched by Houthi forces in Yemen.
0: Perhaps the biggest hope against escalation is that Israel doesn't want to split its force while it's trying to destroy Hamas in Gaza, and that it would also be risky for Hezbollah to provoke Israel. Israel's response could cause huge destruction in Lebanon, which is already near collapse, and would threaten the privileges that Hezbollah enjoys as a political force in the country. Other countries will also be reluctant to join in the fray. The US has no desire to see its troops on the ground. Russia is fighting its own war in Ukraine, and Iran is still trying to quell dissent and economic troubles at home. That said, Iran won't be happy seeing Hamas dismantled by Israeli forces, so it might feel forced, via Hezbollah, to act. And miscalculations do happen. In 2006, Hezbollah launched an ambush on Israel, killing three soldiers and abducting two more. That triggered a short but bloody war between Israel and Lebanon, which left over a 1,000 Lebanese citizens dead and the country in disarray. More than a million people have been displaced by the Israeli attacks. And the streets of Beirut are filled with refugees. Hassan Nasrallah claimed to be surprised at how things developed. He said at the time, We did not think, even 1%, that the capture would lead to a war at this time and of this magnitude. You ask me if I had known that the operation would lead to such a war. Would I do it? I say no, absolutely not. He knows how quickly things can escalate. The hope is that the memory of 2006 will encourage a more restrained instinct to prevail. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by Xavier Greenwood and mixed by Immy Harper. Tortoise.